Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ugh. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Yo, tell me it's Friday. It's the 411 on getting banking done. Yo, it's Forefront. Credit Union. It's the CU that's got you for what you do when you do. You see, we're local and mobile and social in the community. Now we bring it all in with the unity. That's you and me. Yeah, being what we want to be. Yo, and tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday. I like coffee. Coffee's good. Yeah, I How do you take coffee. your coffee, Zach? Uh, you know, I can go anywhere from, from black if I have to. Um, I do like a little bit of sweet to it. So um, if I'm going to hit a coffee shop, I'm always going to get something with caramel. If I'm going to do it at home, maybe have a little bit of caramel creamer. Uh, but I can just as easily do half and half in sugar or whatever. Just, just a little, take a little bit of the bite out. Okay. I don't really like sugar in my coffee. Not my, like, just standard brewed coffee. Yeah. No, if I get a latte, I'll take a little. Sure. Sure. You've got enough milk there that it kind of softens it up already as it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hey there. We are here with Zach Eichner, SVP of Technology for Forefront Credit Union. And I'm really happy that I got that title right because, gosh darn it, Zach, your title has just changed so much in the short time that I've known you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here, Zach. Oh, thanks for having me. So your title these days is these days is SVP of Technology. What other hats have you worn at Forefront? Oh, lots of hats. So uh, I came <laughs> into Forefront Credit Union as our contact center manager uh, back in 2015. Okay. And uh, so I was contact center manager first, um, and then I moved to uh, the executive level, became the vice president of digital services. We then uh, changed that title to Vice President of Strategic Innovation because it more encompassed what I was in charge of, right? So when I became an executive, I moved into the role of still overseeing the communication center, uh, as it's called now, um, where all of our phone calls, ITMs, all those kind of interactions take place. Uh, But they added um, e-services and all of our member-facing digital uh, products and solutions uh, to my plate as well. But the other piece that they wanted me to focus on, too, was seeking out new partners uh, in the fintech and technology space and really work on innovation. And so going from VP of digital services to VP of strategic innovation was a better alignment with the actual goal and focus of my position. Then they added payments uh, to me (laughs) as well, because the payment space is uh, where a lot of innovation is currently happening with technology. Um, you know, it started with PayPal and then you've got, you know, your Venmos and your Zells and it's just, it goes faster and quicker and, you know, dealing with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies at this point, just all kinds of things, right? So adding payments in, then I had payments, e-services, contact center, I became the senior vice president of remote services and technology (laughs) um, because they also added IT to my plate. Wait, that happened in between? This in strategic innovation, right? Once I was oh wow, see, I think I missed that title. So, so every title that I had, uh, people like to give me a hard time here uh, about <laughs> my rapid title changes. But I uh, said, you know, every single time that I changed a title, it's because I took on more responsibility or my responsibility changed, and so the title kind of changing with that made sense. 
So you're saying you're an overachiever. I'm an overachiever. So now <laughs> I am the SVP of technology uh, and innovation really goes unsaid now, right? It's not just IT. It's really uh, technology and finding still um, those those strategic partners that help us serve our members better. Okay. Well, I have several questions to ask you about serving our members better. But I want to know first a little bit about you, and I think our listeners do as well. Okay. I mean, you've worn so many hats, so you have to be a super interesting guy. So tell us about yourself, Zach. Oh, what is there to say? Um, I've been uh, a part of this wonderful credit union movement uh, for 18 years now. Uh, I spent a lot of that time leading contact centers at different credit unions. Um, and I'll say that one thing I really liked about that experience is that I got to hear firsthand, sometimes secondhand, what worked and what didn't, what people wanted and what they didn't want, um, the frustrations that they had with service, whether that be technology or just stopping at a branch. So I had that real clear voice of the member forever. Um, taking that and holding on to that at the exec levels really helped me kind of communicate and think clearly about how we can do the right things to help people. But so uh, I spent a lot of my time, um, you know, my whole professional career has really been in credit unions. Aside from work, I have two boys. <laughs> one is 17, one is 10. They're going to be 18 and 11 in just a little bit. Fun ages. Absolutely. So uh, I like to spend time with them. Uh, mm -hmm. do stuff there. Um, I enjoy our local breweries here in uh, in Traverse City. What's your favorite? Give them a shout out. Oh, my favorite I already brewery, know the answer to this. Rare Bird is the greatest brewery <laughs> Rare in town. Rare Bird! Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I can always go for a no pressure. Because um, <laughs> so, he's under a lot of pressure at work. Exactly. So when I go to the brewery, I need no pressure. Yeah. Is what I need. Uh, yeah, so I do that. Uh, you know, hang out with some friends sometimes, watch some movies, read some books. Um, just... Just try to, you know, um, unwind when I'm not at work. Are you able to do that? To to unwind. Or can you just, can you shut it off when you go home or is your phone ringing? Uh, phone's not ringing, but I will say that my brain's always churning, right? It's, it's hard for me uh, in the role that I have and the focus that I have to put into the things that I do on a daily basis to not be problem solving and kind of innovating while I'm doing other things outside of work. Okay. That's fair. I think that's a probably a good trait for an SVP of technology. It hasn't hurt. No, no. It's just your brain keeps turning as much as your titles keep turning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what does an SVP of technology do here at Forefront? What is, what's your day look like? Uh, a lot of meetings, unfortunately, <laughs> um, or fortunately. Uh, you know, we get to have a lot of meetings, talk a lot of things through. Um, think long-term uh, while still trying to make sure we're delivering uh, the appropriate technologies and services short-term. So, uh, you know, I, I meet with my IT team, uh, make sure that we're keeping things secure, keeping the lights on, making sure our systems are all, you know, doing what they, sh they should be doing on any given day and, and keeping all the, all the bad actors out. Mm -hmm. um, so we do that. That's an important thing. And I make sure that I've got the right team kind of doing the right things there to move that along. And then, uh, you know, it's a lot of uh, checking in on projects. Where are we at as 
progress being made like it needs to because we've got to get this next project done because we've got a lot more in the queue waiting to get to get rolled out as well and a lot of improvements we want to do so it's juggling uh, a lot of things it's a lot of irons in the fire and just trying to make sure that that none of them go neglected mm-hmm. you um have to pay a lot of attention to current you know trends in the financial um, industry is that correct that is correct okay yeah. So you you see something that you like, and then you bring it here to forefront if you think it's something that uh, is going to serve our members well. Yeah, it can work one of two ways, right? It can work with, um, I learn of something that exists, mm-hmm. and I see the value it could bring to the members, or either from member feedback or from our own kind of observations are like, hey, it would be great if we had a solution that did this Mm -hmm. and then go find that out in the market, right? And say, hey, somebody's probably thought of this as well. Let's go find it, find the right partner and bring that in. How long does something like that take? Uh, From idea to execution, it's a process that's been speeding up a little bit, but you're still talking probably 12 to 18 months. Oh, really? Yeah. So if I want to do something right now, that I think is really cool and is going to really help our members and change their lives, I'll be expecting to, to roll that out sometime in 23. Can you walk us through, in layman's terms, you know what that process means exactly or how you go through that? Yeah, so it's, it's really, before you go too far in trying to figure out who the right partner is and making sure it's the right partner is getting a clear picture of what you want the end result to be, right? Well, what is that service? What is that product? What is that solution that I want to offer at the end of the day? And what does it do? And once I have that clear, it's then spending lots of time talking with a lot of different vendors and tech companies and getting demos and going back and forth and having those conversations on, can your product do what I need it to do? Mm -hmm. Um, And then what's super important to me, and I, it's a, it's a showstopper, uh, 99% of the time is if I can't get what you're wanting to offer fully integrated into mobile banking and fully integrated to the online banking experience, I don't want it, right? right? I don't I don't want members to have to download another app. I know everybody's got fatigue, right? They don't, I don't need another app. I won't be able to find it anyway. Um, so having the integration piece is something that's super important to me. Um, so we have to figure out, do you have an, do you have an existing integration that, that we can use that it's just going to go right in? Usually the answer is no. Um, so we have partners that we use to help us do that part, right? A lot of, well, um, a lot of programmers, a lot of code people who can help solve that problem. Um, but then we get pricing, we figure out, Hey, you know, um, this benefit, is it going to be worth the cost? Mm-hmm. Uh, software isn't cheap. Um, Usually it's all priced now as a kind of a per user per month. Uh, that scales up pretty quick when you get 100,000 members. Right. Right. So you've got to take that into account. You know, our, our money that we spend is our members' money. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's it's that. It's getting to a point to say, you know, I can strongly recommend this now. Usually that entails uh, having a meeting with our CEO and kind of making that pitch, getting that thumbs up or thumbs down. And then we're finally to a point after all of that that we can start the implementation process and figure out where does this fall on our timeline and how do we get it moved forward. Mm-hmm. And then there's testing, and then finally it gets rolled out. Absolutely. Um, and one thing we started doing uh, that I wish I would have thought of a lot sooner, uh, we do, we've been doing it now for almost two years, but I wish I would have thought of it immediately, which is before we roll anything out to the membership, we give it to the employees first in a special group that they have so they can see it in the app, they can see it in online banking, um, and have a couple weeks to a month to 
get to know that product or service. So when a member finally gets access to it, they're not learning at the same time, right? They have already had some experience and have a little more comfort and familiarity so they can support members more than go, yeah, I don't know either. Let's figure it out. Yeah, that's a great idea. Why? I mean, it can help figure out any bugs as well as getting familiar with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We do a lot of testing before we do roll it out Mm -hmm. to the employees, but then having that, that larger kind of test group helps because they might have a unique situation that we just couldn't replicate in a test environment. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What do you think would be one of your favorite things or products that you've brought to forefront and why? I think one of my favorite products, um, has been savvy money. And the reason for that was we, we talk a lot of times about, you know, the things that you have to have, um, that everybody just expects, right? Like I expect to have online banking, mobile banking. If I go to a bank or credit union, because I want to check my balances and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to call somebody to get it done. So credit scores and providing credit scores for a long time was one of those things that was starting to become more and more normal, right? You had a credit card when you had those other people that had, had stuff out there, but then all the major credit card companies and major financial institutions are just giving you credit score information right out of the gate. Um, and it just became more and more normal. And so I knew that we had to solve that problem and we had to offer something similar to our members. What made it really special for me was to find a partner and to find the commitment from inside Forefront that we were going to be able to offer a solution that it gives you your credit score and the credit score that you get isn't just educational purposes only. It's literally the same score that we would pull at the credit union if um, you were to apply for a loan, right? Mm-hmm. So when you log in today, Megan, and you look at your credit score, that credit score is the same exact one that we would pull if you apply for credit. So mm-hmm. it's not close. It's not in the ballpark. It's absolutely the same exact score. And so with that, you have something that is more meaningful. And it also allows us to communicate exactly what rate you qualify for without having to talk to anybody. We can just... Uh, have calculators out there. We can serve up offers. We can let all that happen without you having to even talk to a person. And that's available 24 seven, 365. Right. So mm-hmm. that was one of my favorites because of the fact that it just, it was something that we could offer that still was improved from what was more mainstream out there. But yet it's such a simple concept. Absolutely. But I can say that. Like, how did we not have this before? <laughs> yeah, And I can say to, to make that happen, we had to completely you know, update and improve our loan processing process before we could get everything lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, that took not just myself, but the uh, the SVP of lending to agree that this change is important and we want to make this happen. And I think that's what's really important about Forefront and how we do what we do is that the executives here, we don't shy away from a challenge or working together because the end result is helping the members. And so when you're not fighting egos and you're not fighting people's you know, personal perspectives on what needs to get done, it really does help you deliver something that's, that's powerful and useful. Yeah. Speaking of powerful and useful. <laughs> you um. talk about me some more? <laughs> What, um, let's switch gears. What's your least favorite product or technology you've brought to forefront? And then follow-up question, does it still exist? Yeah, and I can say that I can't, 
this is this might sound a little arrogant. I can't think of something that I brought that I don't like. Okay. I can say that there are things that I thought I wanted to do, and we got all the way through the implementation process, and then I got to the end and realized that what they were delivering is not what I was expecting. Okay. And we pulled the plug on it. Oh. So that has happened a couple different times. Um, I know that we have a, uh, a, a fair number of friction points and challenges still in our online banking um, experience. And uh, working hard to get those updated, um, I don't hide behind the fact that they were put in before I got here because they're my responsibility, right? I got to get that fixed. And that goes from, you know, still having to do micro deposits to verify an account from another institution um, versus having, you know, that plat experience or that, you know, here's my credentials, just link my account. Don't make me wait for two little deposits to go over there and then come back and verify them two days later because when I want to do something, I want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same way. If I'm going to pay a bill for another account, I want to be able to link it and pay now while I'm thinking about it, not in two days from now, because who knows where I'm at two days from now. Um, so we have that. Our our mobile, depo- um, mobile deposit product is great for a lot of people. We see it, you know, thousands of checks being deposited every month, but it's also one of the common pain points and feedback that we get from people that it's it doesn't work consistently. It doesn't work for them and they don't like it. We're in the process of completely overhauling that right now. Um, and hope to have a better solution coming out soon. And so we're not just looking for what's next and what's new. We're also looking at what do we have now that's not working to the best of its ability and how do we make that better? Cool. Well, thank you for being honest about that. That's that's refreshing. Not that we're not honest here, but just that you're willing to talk about some of those pain points. So Yeah, absolutely. And and we know we're not perfect, you know, far from it. And one of the things that that I like about again being here, not to you know constantly plug forefront, but this is a forefront podcast, so it makes sense a little bit. Plug away, plug away. <laughs> um, is that we don't we don't set it and forget it. We don't launch and move on, right? We make sure that what we delivered did what it needed to do and is growing with where it needs to go. And that's one of the biggest things that I do when I'm assessing uh, a partner to offer new technology to is not just are you solving my problem today, but there's two things that I want. I want you to help me stay along with where technology is heading. So keep improving your product, keep making it better. Um, and don't make me look stupid by not keeping me up to date on what's coming next. So if something's available, I didn't know, don't make me ask for it. Come and tell me, Hey, did you know you can do this now? Hey, we improved this. Um, so I have that real partnership, not a, you know, vendor customer relationship, but, a, but a true partnership where we can, leverage their technology to do good things and they can work with us to make sure that we're always providing that that high level of of experience yeah that's what it's all about so how do you decide um what products are good for our members uh we listen to the members um that's number one uh number two and hiding right behind that um is there's a quote from Henry Ford, uh, and I'm going to botch it a little bit, so let's call it a paraphrase, um, that uh, um, he said, um, if I asked the people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. Mm-hmm. Right? So <laughs> sometimes people don't know what they want, but once they have it, they're like, oh, that's great. And I'm sure you've experienced that with you know, technology via Amazon or anything else, right? Where you're like, hey, I can do a return out by not boxing it, walking into a UPS store set it down and walk back out. I didn't do anything like I didn't need that experience, but wow, that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So it's listening to the members and then it's knowing what's out in the marketplace. And our commitment here uh, is really about making members lives easy. Uh, We're 
really committed to make it as simple as possible for people to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Um, and so we want to give them that technology. So what are those things that are what's next? And, and, and right now for me, a lot of that is looking at the right partner to help deliver up, um, like looking ahead and telling you, Hey, Megan, you have a recurring payment to Netflix and I do. a couple other things, right? And just a couple other yeah, things. It's not a lot. Right. And that, <laughs> so that comes out, you know, around the same time every month, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, this week you've got $700 worth of stuff coming out between rent and insurance and whatever. Um, and yet, you know, you don't get paid again for, a, you know, 10 days because we know when you get paid because that direct deposit is coming in, you're going to be a couple hundred dollars short. You might have some some fees associated. You might want to do a deposit if you can, right? Mm. Serve that up as soon as you log in so that you don't have to go seek it out. You don't have to work through your budget. Um, the the more we can make banking something you don't have to think about all the time, the happier that we're going to be. So things that help us get down that road uh, are things that I really look forward to is how do we just make life easy? So some of that is things that I can say we haven't had a lot of members ask for. Um, so it's also looking at what's happening, where are consumer expectations going, uh, not driven by just banks. Um, and we rarely look at small credit unions, local credit unions. We really want to be you know, competing technology-wise with a Bank of America or Chase. We don't have their budget or their staff, um, so that's where the, the, the partnerships come in and have to be the right partnerships. But, um, but we look at Google, Amazon, Apple, um, what experiences are they offering through technology that are starting to go like, well, if they can do it, why can't you? Uh, and be ahead of that question. So we look at where's the market going, where's technology going, um, and how do we now bring that in so that when members are ready for it, uh, we can leverage that and do great things. And I will say that you know, mobile deposit being an example of that. Our mobile deposit always did really well. Um, once a global pandemic came on that we didn't see coming and we had to close branches for a little while, Mobile deposit shot out, it, it quadrupled, mm-hmm. um, and it stayed at that rate ever since. So there were people who were exposed to a tool that they had never really used before, saw how easy it was, and kept using it. Mm-hmm. That's some of that stuff I try to do too. Like, I'm going to roll something out now that you may not see a ton of value in, but once you realize that, oh, that is really good, it's here for you. We already have it. We're not scrambling to find a solution when the need is really high. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I think we can apply that to other aspects of life. Like... I didn't know that I needed to go into that restaurant and eat those tacos and maybe have that cold <laughs> beer, but gosh darn it, I was really happy when I did. <laughs> I'm really glad that I made the time to get I in there. I did, that, you, you know? know, yeah, I, I never regretted it. Nope. Can we talk a little bit about um, kind of that, that balance? We try to maintain, um, you know, that we, we want to provide our members with all of those big whistle hot ticket items, technology stuff, products that you're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still want to maintain that small town, attentive friendliness of a maybe a smaller financial institution. How does that balance work for you? It's, I mean, it's a great question, right? So I love, um, and I, I did check in, and so far the, uh, uh, Trademark copyright has expired, so I think I'm safe to say this again um, until it gets renewed. But um, e-surance forever ago when they came out, right, back in the day, they were trying to revolutionize you know, car insurance, right? But uh-huh. their motto, um, and it just fits for us, was 
technology when you want it, people when you don't. Yeah. And that to me uh, is a great way to sum up what we look at is we want to give you all the tools possible to take care of what you need to do without ever having to talk to a person if you don't need to. At the same time, we're going to have a contact center and chat available from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 9 to 2 on Saturdays. We're going to have, you know, we have 15 branches now. We've got three more coming soon. Um, We have no plans to downsize branches or anything else. That's that commitment to we want you to have access to well-trained, supportive, helpful people when you need somebody to talk to or just prefer somebody to talk to to get through that. So we will continue to do things like roll out video chat. If somebody wants to actually see a face and not have to come in, um, find new ways to make sure that we give all the communication available for people to either come in person if they can or call, chat, text, whatever else they want to do to communicate with us and keep the people here and keep branches staffed and keep the contact center open. And we have, you know, again, it's that commitment to not downsizing to save cost uh, because we're rolling out software. It's we have the technology and then we also have the people to help support you through working with that technology. So that's how we keep that balance is just keeping that focus of, again, for me, I sum up super, super simple with the technology when you want it and the people when you don't. Mm hmm. I think that works. Well, we'll we'll let you get back to letting those wheels turn to come up with all those fun new technologies coming here. So um, thank you so much for joining us. Any final thoughts before I cut you off? No, not at all. Just, uh, you know, there are lots of ways to communicate with Forefront um, and let us know what you want and what you don't. Yeah. Um, so don't be shy to submit that information because we do look at it, we do listen, and we do take into account the opinions of 100,000 people and then make the decision that's going to satisfy the most of them. So keep the ideas coming because I can't know everything. Yeah. Send us your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday.